everyone. Welcome back to F1 in Focus, the podcast brought to you by Jess and Mac. And we'll be discussing the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix, the final race of the 2022 Formula One season. We'll be talking about some news, some rumors, some paddock changes, and all kinds of important things. Hope you guys enjoy. So starting off our weekend roundup, we had free practice and eight teams had their reserve or development drivers take part in FP1. These were Pato Oward, Jack Dewan, Felipe Drugovic, Pietro Fittipaldi, Robert Kubica, Liam Lawson, Logan Sargent, and Robert Schwartzman. That was a mouthful. So, Liam Lawson led the youngsters, finishing in P5, followed by Robert Schwartzman in P7, and the rest of the drivers finished P14 through to P20. Liam also missed his pit box, which was pretty funny. Um, he then, I think he said something about not being used to yeah, it wasn't used to that or something. not used to going that far or that short i don't know poor guy they didn't even the mechanics look so disappointing yeah they're like what are you doing brad from pit stop he um he laughed and everyone else just kind of stared at him i'm like give him a break anyway sergeant added some points to his super license even though he had a bit of a spin in turn one which i think was the same place that happened you have to practice as well yeah so i guess that part of the track does not like him <laughs> Pato had returned to the garage in the classic McLaren reliability disappointment, uh, never letting their drivers have a lot of fun. <laughs> but he then returned and they fixed it up, so it was all good. Okay, so moving on to FP2. Um, a normal session, the top 10 were pretty standard. Verstappen, Russell, Leclerc, Hamilton, Perez, then Sainz, Ocon, Alonso, Ricardo, and Bottas. Um, so then moving on to FP3, again, pretty average session. Lando had a front right brake fire, um, <laughs> which Vettel pretty much had similar problem a few minutes later. Um, and then halfway into the session, a red flag was brought out to recover a few pieces of debris that had flown off um, the front right wheel of Pierre's Alcatari. So our finishing order for free practice from 1 through to 10 was Perez, Verstappen, Hamilton, Russell, Norris, and then Leclerc, Sainz, Ricardo, Vettel, and Albon. And Mac is fighting a flight. Yeah, I am. That was, <laughs> that was a bit distracting. Okay. Anyway, on to qualifying. So in Q1, Verstappen complained about his broken headrest. How do you break that? Um, yeah, I don't know. Was it like fully broken or I don't know. He's raving and he just hits his head yeah. too hard. <laughs> Um, but then the eliminations from Q1 were K-Mag, Gasly, Bottas, Albon and Latifi. And then moving on to Q2, Red Bull led again, but this time Perez. Uh, Leclerc and Sainz ended up being four thousandths off each other. Oh my god, that happens a lot. Yeah, it seems to happen a lot. They're just so, I mean, it's pretty cool seeing yeah, that. Yeah, it's pretty close. That's crazy. Imagine um, finishing a race with four yeah. thousandths of a second off. That'd be like a Schumacher Barrichello ending yeah. then. But that was low-key on purpose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then the eliminations from Q2 were Alonso, Yuki, Mick, Stroll and Joe. And then on to Q3, so Max smashed out yet another pole with a time of 1 minute 23.824 seconds. Perez followed to secure a front row lockout, and weirdly, this is their first front row lockout since 2018. Yeah, that's weird, they haven't got one yet this year, I know. Model, but... Exactly, and it was the first one that Max led last time, it wasn't Max in first. Yeah. Uh, and other than that, Lando ended up being best of the rest, which he said he didn't like in one of the Sky Sports like live chats. You know, I think it was with Damon Hill and yeah. Martin Brundle. They called him best of the rest at the end of the race, and he's like, I don't like that term. <laughs> so I found that pretty funny. 
And our final top 10 from 1st to 10th were Verstappen, Perez, Leclerc, Sainz, Hamilton, followed by Russell, Norris, Ocon, Vettel and Ricardo. Heading into the Sunday, the final race of this year. So Max launched from pole position even while Perez had a better getaway. Wasn't a lot though. Yeah. Um, Leclerc attempted to pass Perez into turn five, but had the door slammed shut on him while um, Perez covered off the inside, which is where Leclerc was going. No shit. Um, what have been going around the outside? A bit ambitious if he went around there, but um and then Lewis Hamilton passed the other Ferrari of Carlos um around the outside of turn one. Yep, and then Hamilton was squeezed off the road and briefly went a bit airborne over the sausage curves from turn six to seven, but retained the place. He seems to go off the track a little bit yeah. uh, last year, this year. Oh, no, that's more turn eight. He just changes the racing line a bit. <laughs> Poor guy. Maybe he could go to the line. Yeah, <laughs> he was a bit lost. But Carlos complained and said he did the exact same thing last year with Verstappen. Hamilton later gave the position back to Carlos on lap four. Mick, uh, Mick, what? Mick <laughs> on the other hand, dropped from 12th to 16th by lap five, while Albon jumped up from 19th to 15th. Go Albon, love him. Lap nine, Russell overtook Hamilton for P5 at turn nine after being told that he was free to race, which is similar radio call to last week. Yeah. Uh, but the stakes obviously were not as high as a one two. Hamilton complained that he was losing power and then fell out of the DRS range whilst also struggling, relaying that there was something up with the car as he dropped about three tenths per lap to Russell, which was obviously not a good thing for Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So Verstappen then continued in front with a seven-second lead over Perez, which is pretty crazy. Emma. Pretty good. Equal machinery. <laughs> no. Um, so then he Perez had Leclerc on his tail on lap 16. Therefore, Perez stopped for hards, along with Russell and Norris. Russell had a pretty awful pit stop. Yeah, um, 5.2 seconds, which was due to a slow rear tyre. Um, that saw him have an unsafe release with Lando. Yeah, literally right into Norris's path. So I feel like because the pit stop was longer than usual, they're like, all right, he's good, go. And then didn't realise Lando was literally coming alongside him about to enter his pit box. Yeah, and you're going to, I think Russell got a penalty for that, didn't he? Yeah, five second penalty. I mean, I thought that was kind of funny. There's been a lot of unsafe releases this year, I feel. Yeah. Maybe I'm just noticing them more, but <laughs> they seem to be like, happening a lot but the pit lane isn't that wide in Abu Dhabi even under the tunnel section yeah I love that pit lane though it's pretty cool it's very creative but it's so narrow you have to kind of ride the little curbing I remember when I played like in F1 2022 on the game funny yeah I I, I crashed into the wall in the pit lane like funny showing his skill there man yeah honestly and then onwards with the race, Carlos pitted on lap 18, but emerged 2.3 seconds ahead of Russell, whose undercut obviously hadn't quite worked due to the reasons I already said. And then Hamilton pitted on lap 19 and emerged five seconds behind his teammate, suspecting that his floor had been broken due to the lap one scrap with Carlos. Verstappen pitted, Leclerc followed to cover off the race lead, obviously, and emerged third, having gone longer on his stint than Perez. Vettel, meanwhile, still in his starting set, continued to lap on mediums and dropped down to P8, having been passed by Norris. Lando seems to like being in P7. Yes. I feel he just... It's he always... joked that he was going to take P7. Yeah, exactly. He ended up P6 this race, so it didn't quite work, which, I mean, I think was good for him, though. Yeah. Anyway, on the radio, Vettel said that he was a sitting duck, but his team urged him to continue and turn the race into a one-stop. 
Russell, meanwhile, had to serve his five-second penalty due to the unsafe release on lap 16 when he swapped over for hard tyres. So, poor Alonso, <laughs> on lap 28, his final race for Alpine, ended up in the pits um, as he became the first retiree of the race. Um, he retired from P10, which was unlucky, obviously, point or two. Maybe in the, in the point. <laughs> yeah. uh, with a suspected water leak. Um, we've been seeing a lot of these this season. I mean, hydro leaks, water, like everything is just... <laughs> no one likes the new regs this year. Yeah. All the cars have just given up a bit. Yeah, and then at the halfway point, Verstappen led Perez by two seconds and Leclerc was another two and a half seconds off Perez. Um, with Perez complaining that he was being held up by his teammate. I mean, how? <laughs> how are like seconds off yet? How are you being held up by Verstappen when Leclerc's between you two? I don't understand. Yeah, and then Vettel made a few passes, um, including K-Mag, Pierre, and Bottas. Um, and then Verstappen, Leclerc, and Sainz also had to choose um, whether to gain Gained what? Whether whether to stop again, um, or commit to the one-stop strategy. So Perez had to pass Hamilton, Sainz, Russell, and Leclerc to stay to stay second in the championship. Yikes! That's a lot of work. Yeah, um, he didn't do that. No, <laughs> which is a bit unlucky. But, Spoiler alert! You know, but it didn't work out for him. Then, meanwhile, in the back of the pack. Sadly, Mick tagged Latifi and they ended up in a synchronized spin, which is a bit cute. They were the donuts we thought we'd be getting. <laughs> I have seen like five edits of that today. <laughs> Funny as me. Have you really? Like the other velocity edits. Like... Yeah. Oh, geez. People have too much time on their hands. <laughs> anyway, that spin occurred at turn five at the very back of the field. And then Mick was given a five second time penalty because of that, which would not have been a good way for him to be finishing up his race, but also for Latifi. I mean, Latifi didn't cause a crash. Which was good, I suppose, mm. after last year. Yeah. But poor guy, they're both leaving and they end up spinning together. Cute little ballerina dance. <laughs> With 10 laps remaining, Verstappen was still over seven seconds ahead of Leclerc, whose eight-second lead over Perez was looking a bit fragile, and as did Hamilton's 10-second lead over Sainz. So then the distance between Leclerc and Perez was closing pretty dramatically. Very quickly. <laughs> a bit stressful. Yeah, Perez told, was told um, that the battle for second in the standings would come down to the final lap, uh, with back mar- markers including Gasly and Albon giving him TRS, but also slowing him down and holding him up two laps till the end. Coming from a Leclerc fan, that was very stressful to watch. <laughs> I mean, not sh- it was more stressful probably for a Perez fan. Yeah. Um, and then on lap 56, Mercedes had their first mechanical failure. How do you have your first and only mechanical failure at the last race of the season? Oh, no, not and Mercedes. <laughs> okay, sorry. And it's for Hamilton, and it ended up making Hamilton's first winless season in F1 with him crawling back to the pits, stuck in seventh gear, even though he was stuck in fourth gear a few turns before, so that yeah. wouldn't be good. Then, towards the end, Verstappen cruised to victory by 8.7 seconds over Leclerc. Charles eventually hung on and took runner-up spot in the championship with Perez third and unable to catch and pass the Ferrari driver. Sainz sealed fourth, while Norris ended up sixth on the road ahead of Ocon, cementing Alpine's fourth-place championship finish, which was their goal. Yeah. Good job to them. So 
So starting off with Red Bull, our race winners and our overall champions. This race was Max's 15th victory of the season, setting the new record, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. That's going pretty hard to beat, I reckon. Yeah, I mean, the more races next year, but that's just the more opportunities to fail to win, so. Yeah, who knows how other people to win, yeah. Who knows how that's going to go. Checo came third in the race by 1.3 seconds, which meant he came third overall in the championship behind Charles. That's a crazy stat. I mean, to think that you are not only obviously for the race, but then in the championship standing, you were 1.3 seconds off of a second place yeah that's so weird to think about i haven't heard a phrase like that until i well basically searched it up yeah on the red on the red, 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 recap red, the red yeah that's pretty cool though max had to say it was an amazing way to round off the season and it's been a great year for them the double podium finish meant that the team finished the season with a record of 759 points that's insane yeah that's like triple what well actually no <laughs> like 10 times <laughs> what some of the other teams had and they were 20 points clear of the previous record. They won 17 out of 22 races, gained 28 podium positions, eight poles, and two out of the three sprint race wins. He then went on to say, we gave everything always and ended the final race doing just that. The team had a tremendous year. I'm Actually, sure no. That was Checo. Scratch <laughs> that. That was Checo's quote. My bad. Okay, and then moving on to Ferrari. My favourite team. <laughs> Both of us. Um... So they had the goal to come second in both championships, which they successfully did. Yay! <laughs> yep, very happy. Um, so Charles went for a long, long stint. With his tyres. Yeah, while Carlos pitted twice for hard tyres after starting on the mediums. Um, Ferrari finished the season with 554 points, 230 and a half, <laughs> more than last year. That's crazy. That is, oh, well, that's nearly double. Yeah, Matt. <laughs> yes, that's double. Um, Over double. And then they had 12 poles, 10 more than last year, and more than any other team that um, we converted, converted for. I mean, a bit of an L. A bit of an L. <laughs> that wasn't really the driver's fault, but we're not getting into that because we'll get, start getting upset. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they had 16 podiums. So Charles said it was a season full of ups and downs, but considering where we came from, we made good st- a good we made a good step and can be satisfied with our progress. Carlos then went to say, overall, a strong performance with good teamwork to finish P2 with Charles in the drivers. Both said their thanks to every single team member and obviously at home and the factory and then had a special shout out to the fans, their Tifosi. On to Mercedes. So George finished P5 after the five second penalty and Lewis had to retire due to the hydraulics and gear shift problems. That was upsetting. Yes. I was so sad. I think that's when it then hit me that neither Alonso nor Hamilton could do their donuts with Vettel. Yeah. How they did for Alonso a couple of years back. Yeah, that was... <laughs> A bit sad. That was depressing. I was not happy when I realised that. Yeah, you said it as well. I remember you saying that when I was watching it. I, I like, because I was sitting next to Mac and it was like 1am for us. I just went and I was sitting I'm like, guess what? They won't be able to do their donuts. And she just kind of looked at me like, what are you on about? <laughs> anyway, they ended up P3 in the Constructors with 515 points, which isn't that far off Ferrari. So good job to Mercedes. George then said he didn't have the pace this weekend, but tried as hard as they could. This was one of the toughest races of the season for us. Lewis went on to say, this last race was a good reminder of the whole year, and I'm glad it's over and we can look forward to next year. And kill them. But then he added some positives and saying, I hope that the struggle this year will provide us with the strength and the tools to fight for more victories in the future. 
always the way for Lewis to put a positive spin on at the end. And then Max' favourite, Toto, <laughs> MVP. He said, for us, this was a character-building season and we will put this car on display in the factory as a reminder. <laughs> Poor Toto. <laughs> he missed the only race win last year and yeah. he has that to say. Last year? Last race. Yeah, Jeez. last race. Must be tired. And then Alpine, um, they ended the year on 173 points. Um, Alonso's retirement was due to a suspected water leak on lap 27. Again, been seeing them a lot recently. Poor guy. <laughs> um, and then Esteban committed to a two-stop for hard tyres. I think both stops were hard tyres. Um, and then overall, they scored 11 double top 10 finishes with a best of fourth by Esteban at Japan. Esteban said that he has really enjoyed the past couple of years um, with Fernando and he wishes... Um, Oh, man. Sorry, I'm like breathing down. I got up to stretch yeah, my legs. Yeah, me. I'm hovering over her, trying to like. Okay, let's stop motivating. Again. No, let's keep going. Oh, this is God. Fun. Okay. Um, he wishes all the best for Fernando next year. It's been a long season and a long and intense season, and it feels good to have reached the goal we set at the beginning of the season. I think that goal. You're really scaring me. Oh, sorry, man. All right, I'll sit back down. You put, you're putting me off. I've been stumbling. Yep. Okay. I'm freaking her out. So I think so, that goal they had was to obviously beat McLaren and the constructors, and they did. So good on them. And then Alonso said, unfortunately, another retirement. Importantly, we finished fourth in the constructors. I spent nine years of my life with this team and won two championships in the past with Renault. So I wish them all the best in the future. I low-key forgot that Alpine used to be Renault. Oh I don't know God. why. I was, yeah, Alpine just turned up. Kind of like Haas just turned up. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> then for McLaren. So Lando received the fastest lap with a 1 minute 28.391 seconds. Both drivers ended up scoring points with Lando P6 and Danny P9, which was awesome to see. I'm glad Danny could get some points for his last race. I was wearing the Danny Rick shirt when we were watching it. Yeah, I'm wearing my Danny Rick shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Good rep from the two Aussies for the Aussie. Lando then went on to say he, it was a good double points finish and a good way to end the season, motivate the team, and end with some good points. He seemed to use the word good a lot. Yeah. <laughs> His vocabulary is amazing, considering the statistics stuff up last time. Oh my God. Danny then said a big thanks to the whole group and then thanks for the message on the dash, which was obviously a photo of the one two in Monza celebrating with the team. That was really sweet. That's still one of my favourite moments. And on I don't know if you noticed, but Aston Martin had Seb's podium for them on his oh, dashboard as well. Oh yeah. I didn't he see said, that. I'll change it to like whatever like preset they've got and it was that photo. And they had the picture imagine yeah. he hadn't been able to imagine he's like no dash isn't working <laughs> Anyway, Danny Rick went on to say, thanks to everyone supporting me, the Papaya Army, and everyone trackside and at walking. So our next team will be Alfa Romeo. They claimed six in constructors with 55 points. Shout out to Carlos, number 55. <laughs> um, which was their best standing in a decade. Jeez. Wow. A decade. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm just going to call him Fred because I don't think that's nice. Um, from Scooby-Doo. So, so obviously their team boss said that we surpassed our expectations and the targets we had set. Um, and then Bottas said, you can see what the result means for everyone. I am proud of everyone tonight. 
and the spirit in the team is excellent. That's so cute. Yeah. I think Bottas really does. He, enjoy he really it. enjoys them. They seem to be like a quite a wholesome team. They just yeah. put their heads down, focus on their results despite their reliability issues a few times. Like. Yeah. And then Joe went on to say, we truly gave it all out there and got all we deserved after such a long year. Um, we had to sacrifice my strategy to hold on hold on through the last laps. Of that race. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really enjoyed my first season in F1 with support from the team, Valtteri, and all the fans. He also ended up winning Rookie of the Year, which was a shock to no one. <laughs> exactly. Because he was the only rookie on the grid. Yeah. But the little trophy they gave him was so small. It was like, yeah. It was like a bit bigger than his hand. And then one of the comments, I think, on Instagram was like, ah, yes, a yuki size trophy. <laughs> He didn't need to go there. That's so mean. But it was cute. Poor yeah. He's He's been through a lot this year. Mm. He's done well. Next up is Alpatori. So Pierre didn't actually have much to say. He just basically said, it was my last weekend with the team after five years. I will remember everything I have experienced over the years with the team. My first race in Formula One, first podium, and of course, first win. That was so cute. Yeah. Hearing with his team yeah. after being dropped from Red Bull, <laughs> coming back to Alpatori. It was Toro Rosso way before that though. He then said, I know that I am a better driver today because of them. And I'm so grateful for all these achievements. Yuki went on to say, I did the best I could out there today, so I have to be pleased with that. It's been a tough year for the team. That's an understatement. <laughs> Sorry, Yuki, but... And then, but on a positive side, I've learned a lot, especially from Pierre. It's been a pleasure to work with him over the last two years, and I want to say thanks to him for everything he's done for both me and his team. He's never mentioned breaking up. <laughs> no, I'm going to miss the Tory talk with Yuki yes. and Pierre. I mean, it'll still happen. It's just Pierre won't be on it. It'll be Nick DeVries, yeah. but I mean, that should be good too, I guess. Mm. Excited for that. And then on to Williams. Um, Alex was involved in a thrilling three-way. That is a mouthful. <laughs> thrilling three-way fight with Pierre um, and Joe. Wow, so thrilling for the Williams. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sadly for Nicky, his final race for the team uh, came to an end with just lap to spare as an electronic electronic. <laughs> and the transformation <laughs> electrical issue forced him to uh, pull into the pits that was sad he said i'm really happy with my race today and i think what and i think with such a strong <laughs> start end comma end bracket <laughs> uh, end quote marks um max that's an end quote marks Oh, I thought he said end quote, Max. Like, Max, where did he come from? Uh, and then Alex shared post-race, continuing, um, getting past four or five cars in those first laps, it was great, um, which is good for him, I guess. Like, yeah. it was great. <laughs> it was great. Good <laughs> idea. Nick then yeah. said, it's not how I wanted my last one to end, but it is what it is. I'm very grateful for the three years I've had with Williams in F1. I'm leaving the sport feeling like I wanted to achieve and accomplish more. However, it doesn't always work out like that in motorsport. That's very true. Along the way, there's been highs and lows with many strong bonds and friendships that I'll cherish. And I really feel like at Williams it is like that. It's yeah, a very family-focused. Yeah, it's such a small team, I think. Exactly. Pretty, like, know each other pretty well. I think George, when he was leaving Williams, he said, like, some of the people that have been there for 30-plus like, years. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's amazing, considering that. Results yeah. in the last decade, but you gotta respect the bond. Yeah, <laughs> always respect the bond. <laughs> and then on to ha 
Moving on to half, don't really have much to say about them. I mean, no. wasn't uh, their, their best race, um, finishing 16th and 17th. But, oh you know, they got points this year. That's, I think that was their goal. So. 16th and 17th, but they were like three retirements. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> um, they came eighth in the Constructors with a season total of 37 points, which is the third highest in their history. That's pretty good. I mean, I think this year's been a pretty big breaking point for them, you know, mm-hmm. like. They haven't been around that long either. No, I only mean, I think it was twenty fourteen or twenty sixteen or something. No, like it was twenty fourteen or fifteen when they yeah. debuted. So that was pretty cool. I mean, Mick tried to do donuts on his own at the end. Danny also did, so that was cute. Yeah. But Mick tried to do donuts on his own at the end, and then he got told off. I'm not sure it was intended as a telling off, but they kind of just said like, "Mick, please don't do donuts." And then he said, "Seriously," which I thought was a bit aggressive. No need to say that. And then no. he said, "Sorry, buddy, but I can't." And Mick heartbreakingly went, "Ah, oh, it's okay. I love you too." I was like, "Oh my god, <laughs> poor Mick. He's over." I mean, you know what I would have replied. I'm like, what are you going to do? Fire me? <laughs> Take um, away my super license points? I'm not here next year. Anyway. Yeah. And then okay. I think we'll just move straight into Aston Martin. Yeah. Um, so Lance came home in 8th and 7 in 10th. Yay, points for 7. Yeah. And then Lance said, uh, I'm happy with the performance and result. A great team effort. Seb then said, overall, it has been a big and emotional weekend. So thank you to everybody for all the support. And their team principal, Mike Crack, <laughs> on behalf of all Aston Martin F1, said he wanted to pay tribute to Sebastian, one of our sport's all-time greats, which I thought was really sweet. And Aston Martin did quite a lot for Seb, obviously, at the end. They had Norbert come in, Seb's dad, if you don't know. He had Seb's first race suit and a photo of Seb at the track hanging on the wall. Yeah. And then there was, like, a little trinket section which had gifts and cards from all the team members. So that was really cute. But we'll get into more of that in our next episode, which will be focused on Seb. Yeah. And with that, our 2022 F1 season officially comes to an end. Even though they're still doing testing now, end of season testing. They've got Oscar trying his seat, obviously. And Mercedes, they zip-tied Nick DeVries. Did you see that? No. They zip-tied Nick DeVries to a trolley and wheeled him over to the Alvatore garage. Damn. It was so funny. And then a lot of them just jumped into, like, this little entry section of the marina because they were leaving the team, you know? Mm -hmm. So that was cute. Uh, There were a lot of celebrations. Obviously, we had... Seb's tribute podium image, the little video that was plastered up there before anyone came onto the podium. We had the dinner organised by Sir Lewis Hamilton, and he managed to get all of the drivers there. Yeah, that's a pretty big achievement, I mean. (laughs) To get all 20 of them there on a race weekend, on the last race weekend. I mean, I think it shows how important Seb was to everyone. Like He had a genuine connection. Even though his relationships in his Red Bull era weren't fantastic with all of the drivers. Yeah. A few of them have left by now. I mean, like Weber and Button and stuff. Yeah. They're still friends with him, obviously. But that was cute seeing that. And (laughs) my dad called me and he's like, did you see that Max didn't go to the dinner? And I'm like, yes, he did. And my dad goes, no, he didn't. He wasn't there. And I'm like, look closely in the back right corner. And Max is like kind of just popping out because I don't know why they put George and all the tall people in the front row. I didn't get that. Yeah. But it was cute. Yeah, and then looking back over the season, we obviously had a few different race winners or new pole positions. Yeah, I think four four new pole yeah. sitters and then also the usual, like Max and Charles. Yeah. And then with the race wins, we had both Ferrari, both Red Bull and George. That was the one for Mercedes. I'm about so, to ask you a really stupid question. 
And I know the answer, but what's your favourite race of the season? Silverstone. Yeah. My favourite race by far is Silverstone. And not just for the Carlos Bias, because he's my favourite driver, but because it had so much. I think the only thing missing was rain. Yeah. Like, honestly, it had heaps of overtaking. It had the entire field getting mixed up. Joe's very dramatic crash. Very glad he was okay. Yeah. And then we had, like, Albon and Vettel getting into scraps as well. We had strategy calls. I mean, every team seemed to have a different strategy going on. And Silverstone always kind of delivers, so I was very happy. And, we had, and then even apart from the race, we had, like, the whole Daniel smacking Lando in the face yeah. with that little ball thing. Yeah. I don't know what that was. The whole weekend was, like, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. We had a lot happening. I mean, your favourite race, Matt? Again, not because of the bias, bias, but I enjoyed Bahrain, like the opening race and Ferrari yeah. 1 2, and just like the whole atmosphere was really good. The Red Bull reliability was a bit sad. Though. I mean, it's not like they were going to win anyway. <laughs> no, I know, but that was a bit like, whoa, when, why did that happen? And I think I, I enjoyed Saudi as well. I think that was a really good race. That was a pretty exciting race. I thought Brazil was, of course. Yeah, I enjoyed Brazil as well. I think that had more overtakes, I suppose, than Silverstone, but it was still obviously a lot of fun. Russell got his win. Mercedes had their one too. So that was exciting. I mean, there was a lot of hype before it. Lewis had just become an official citizen of Brazil. And then obviously, I mean... Closing off the championship. Yeah. I know Australia wasn't like a very, uh, wasn't an exciting race, but I think because it was in Australia, it was a bit more hyped up for us, you know. It's like, always the Aussie bias. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, I enjoyed Australia just obviously because Charles won as well. And and we didn't have to stay up until yeah. 2 a.m. for that we one. Had, like, that was whole, like three in the hour for yeah, us. We had a awesome. little, little part, mini party out here. We did. We had <laughs> a watch whole party. family watching it, so that was good. Actually, for the last part of, like for this race, for Abu Dhabi, we had a little shrine thing because we our TV sits obviously on like a coffee tables type thing. I forget the proper name for it. I'm gonna sound really dumb now. I'm gonna remember it's, it as soon yeah, as we like finish. TV. I don't know, it's TV stand thing. No, but yeah. Um, and we had all our like memorabilia. Uh, Jess's little Carlos helmet. Yeah, um, my um replica 2020. Very jealous. Definitely what, gonna go for one helmet. next year. Um, <laughs> you save up. I have enough money. No, nah, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, we had. Eight or nine of the books, so we had like the Max book, the F1 circuit, satellite book. Or Jessica's books, because yeah, I, 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 I would only read if it was an F1 book, and even then, like. <laughs> you would barely read a picture book, you don't read. <laughs> of course, I read a picture book, but you can't even read it's pictures. <laughs> All right, shut up. <laughs> you know what I was trying to go for with that? Okay? You didn't have to kill me like that. But yeah, I think, I mean, I read an F1 book that I was genuinely invested yeah, in. I have yeah, like no. 12, 12 Formula 1 books. I'd rather just watch the videos. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get the content from the videos. We had the Lewis, like the 44 Mercedes RC car. We had a bunch of little Legos and the Aston Martin Valkyrie and such. <laughs> the McLaren, the uh, McLaren Senna Lego that I built a couple of days ago. And then we had our, obviously, our Ferrari hats, Max's hat from last year, courtesy of my brother. <laughs> Everyone in our team supports someone different, so I, our yeah, family. our family is a team. Okay.